I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old, sitting there like a little lady in a race car. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically, that's wrong. The answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police. Fund them. Fund them. We're good. We're going. We're recording. Right now. Fuck yeah. All right. Inside Agitator episode, I believe, 67. Um, wow. Maybe. I have <laughs> I'm no probably idea. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're up there. Um, and anyway, we're coming to you live from our new studio. Oh, God. Courtesy of our boy Vlad TV. Shout um, that's, out. Yeah, that's what I affectionately call my friend Vladimir Putin. Um, <laughs> it's. 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 it's <laughs> It stands for a Vlad Tons of Vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's our dude. <laughs> Hooked us up with a new studio since we're pushing this line yeah. on denazifying the Ukraine, as many of our fans have pointed out. <laughs> um, but sorry, Vlad, we're taking a break from Ukraine this week. Um, and we're going to talk about something that smells a little fishy on the subway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who knows what's going on there. Uh, so, as a lot of you may have heard, there was a mass shooting attempt, I guess you'd call it, because no one died. Um, yeah. But there was a mass shooting bombing attempt. You can still call that a mass shooting. I guess, yeah. yeah. I, a mass of people got shot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Not to not yeah, to make not light to of this, yeah, yeah, but, but but also, like, <laughs> we gotta, you gotta laugh. Yeah. Um, and so there was an attempt... Um, and many journalists, such as Lee Fang, have been thrilled to find out that the perpetrator was a black man. Um, so, and the new yeah. angle is that he was a black identity extremist, um, which there's just because he was black, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no real evidence. Um, yeah, anybody, but that's the, like, the does angle. Does he have any Lee social media or anything like that that I, people look? Not at? that I've seen. It's just that's what Lee Fang is tweeting. Um, yeah. But he's a fucking fascist propagandist. But anyway, so. For those of you who haven't heard, there was a mass shooting on the New York City subway. Um, and then the perpetrator got away entirely. Yeah. Which is Which I was like, what? Which is nuts. Because <laughs> if you've ever been to New York City, there are cops. Everywhere. Ev- especially on the subway. Mm-hmm. There are cops everywhere. And not only at the subway stations, there are undercover cops in the subway cars. Yeah. One time, as a teenager, I was drinking a tall boy, maybe perhaps was double fisting two with my friends <laughs> yeah. on the way to a Yankee game, mm-hmm. and these two undercover cops accosted us on the subway, and we ran, like, eight train cars, and they chased us eight train cars. <laughs> I've never heard that story. You've never heard this? And we were all wearing Yankee gear because we were going to Yankee game. And we got out at the station, thank God. And there's a bunch of people in Yankee gear. So we just kind of like disappeared into the crowd like in Drive. If you've ever seen that scene where he puts the Dodgers hat on. Like that's basically – and that's what it took to outrun the NYPD for drinking a tall boy. (laughs) 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 For drinking (laughs) – and yeah. somehow this guy wearing a gas mask <laughs> yeah. with like a Batman villain yeah. and a gritty realistic Batman movie yeah. fucking somehow magically dis- – and then here's the real fucking kicker because my favorite thing is how cameras that 
the New York State government are in charge of just malfunction all the time. Yeah. You know, the, the oh, the night of Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, cameras were malfunctioning. Oops. Yeah. And then here we have – and this is truly just – it's almost hard to wrap your mind around how insane this is. <laughs> There are 10,000 cameras. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is from CBS News. Yeah. There are 10,000 cameras in the 472 subway stations. A lot of fucking cameras. I don't yeah. know the math on that, but a lot. And all of them were operational except the three that could have seen this guy. <laughs> all of them except three. 10,000! <laughs> Like, man, if there were, like, 150 cameras, I'd still be like, come on. Yeah, come on. Fucking 10,000 motherfucking cameras! (laughs) That's so many cameras! Uh, No, it really is. It's it's crazy. It's really (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how? I'm just so, just, like... Out of everything we've seen from it, it's just like, whoa, what is going on? What are we paying them for? Yeah, uh, yeah. What are we giving them billions of dollars for? Well, so we'll get into that with the NYP because that's the thing. And that's why we need to do a whole episode on this and just push Ukraine shit off because there are so many angles to this. But that angle you just brought up of what the fuck are we paying the police for is, is I think, really important because there – in the subway stations, mostly as anyone will tell you, on their fucking phones, sticking around, getting their overtime pay, but wasting the $10 billion of taxpayer money. Yeah. And then harassing homeless people. They're really there to harass homeless people mm-hmm. and arrest black teenagers for jumping turnstiles. Yeah. And that's what they arrest so many people for jumping turnstiles are used to. And Or I guess that's back now with Eric Adams, I'm sure. Um, but – and I, as a white teenager, I never had issues jumping turnstiles. Yeah. Somehow – and there'd be cops around, like, somehow, it never was a de- big deal. Yeah. When, when, but, you know, th- then there's probably kids in Rikers for fucking jumping third styles. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so they're just... And also, the guy was eventually caught, not by the NYPD, not by the insanely bloated post-9-11 counter-terror forces that they have, mm-hmm. but by a fucking... A security camera installer, yeah. which that's w- weird connection. Yeah. But by there's, and, and, who was like at a bodega and like saw him or some shit, just yeah. some random guy, some random worker, and and he was able to hold a press conference at a bus stop. You see that? No, I didn't like, see he that. did a whole ass press conference. At I a did bus see that he stop, had yeah. a little impromptu. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was like news everywhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so let me actually pull up his um his deal. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's but it's so funny that you literally have an insane just a, a budget bigger than some countries' militaries, most countries' militaries, mm-hmm. and yet right under your nose this happens. Yeah. What's going on? And then what's so crazy is, and we're gonna delve into this a little deeper too the way the media has been framing it is just oh we need more cops yeah not this country is deeply fucking ill like because mm. let's take it at face before we get really crazy here and go down the rabbit hole mm. let's just take it at face value a, a disturbed gentleman shot a bunch of people 
planted bombs that didn't detonate, which is always a Fed thing. Yeah. Oh, there was a bomb that didn't detonate. That's always a Fed, but we'll get into all that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. He attempted to kill a bunch of people. Why does that this keep happening in this country? Yeah. Why w- 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 there are other countries with guns where this doesn't happen? Yeah. Why does this keep happening? And we've we've pulled up this thread on this podcast before. And my general thing, and I'd love to hear from you on this, is just like people are are fucking in such competition with each other, mm-hmm. and so scared of one another, and so like. Not in community, not in love, not in these things that make us human beings. Yeah. And as we become less human and people are these atomized, insane fucks, it gives rise to this kind of antisocial kook that we yeah. see unleashed on our populace over and fucking over again. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's there, there's uh, some truth to that. I think because, again, we are forced to work eight hours a day and then fucking go home make our commutes home Mm -hmm. sometimes longer and then fucking sit there and just watch Netflix and go to bed and consume and go to bed. You know what I mean? It's like the same cycle over and over again. And like being away from people eventually turns you crazy. You know what I mean? So there's some truth to that. No, there for sure is. And listen, I don't want to be over here like, oh, well, fucking, you know, of course someone wants to go shoot 16 people because shit sucks. That's not really the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make, just so people at home understand, don't like misinterpret what we're trying to say here. Yeah. We need to build a better life that isn't that so that people are, don't feel this way. Yeah. Because people feel hard. People are not happy. You yeah. Know? yeah no, and that's a fucking deep. All. Yeah, that's a deeply... That that in of itself, it's hard. Why and and specifically in America, I think we're just so. Our culture is so imperialist. Our mindset about everything is so about domination, mm-hmm. and that's what's glorified. That I think when people snap, they go, "Oh, I'm gonna show fucking everybody, and I'm just gonna kill as kill as many as possible because that's power." Yeah. And that's what's going to – and like – because that's what we promote as a murderous fucking bloodthirsty culture. Yeah. And and, and so that has to be what's unique and mm. why this keeps happening here. Yeah. Um. Or <laughs> – <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm listening. Or it's the FBI. Allegedly, <laughs> I'm, I'm putting these out as hypotheticals. Very much a hypothetical, or in in some universe, maybe. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: it came out, and let me pull up the article just because I really, I, I I want to really break down. I want to be like, I'm. We're gonna we're gonna be tryhards today. I'm gonna quote my sources. I'm gonna really try to thread a good argument here, because I feel like if I don't. I'm going to sound fucking unhinged. Yeah. This is the third episode we've released in months, and it's just going to be me coming back to be like, yep, it's all fake. They're lying to you about the shooting. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. So let me really be careful with the, the yeah. thread, threading the needle here. Yeah. But anyway, the FBI has been aware and, and interviewed 
many, 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 a countless list of people who went on to do a mass shooting, um, which is concerning. But there's a simple explanation there. They keep track of crazies who are going to potentially do a mass shooting. Yeah. And people do have civil liberties, so you can't just arrest them all. Yeah. And so you make sure, okay, it looks there's nothing we can do here. And then yeah. they go on to do a mass shooting, and there's not a whole lot you could do. And I'm not exactly arguing the FBI needs to just arrest everyone on their crazy yeah, person yeah, list. Yeah, no, they Because that probably includes me. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, it's that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, but... They – oh, here's something crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. Oh, I didn't even – I was looking for something else. Yeah. And I found something completely out of it. Oh, so yeah. this is someone who says, so an FBI asset rents a U-Haul in his own name, drives to NY, drops an IED – that's the bomb that didn't explode – yeah. Shoots a bunch of people without killing anyone, magically picks the one train where all the cameras don't work, and manages to drop the gun, credit card, and key to the U-Haul truck. Hmm, interesting. So that is crazy that yeah. he did because he uh, that is reported that he did drop the gun, the credit card, and the key to the truck. However, heated moment. You're wearing a gas mask. You're shooting people. You have a yeah. bomb that's not working. Yeah. There's a lot going. There's a lot of things going on. That's a lot of. Sh- I might yeah. drop something. I yeah. might drop. <laughs> what? Wouldn't you? It's a stressful scenario. I get the point you're making. I I'm not. Understand. I have no interest in doing this. I understand. I understand. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. <laughs> I need to write some of this shit down. Oh uh, no! That fuck bleeping. We're done with that. We're definitely continuing. We're done bleeping. with bleeping. <laughs> We're continuing to bleep. Oh god. Okay. So yeah, um, I'm gonna find a source on how the FBI knew that this shooter was. The FBI interviewed. It's so funny. I look FBI and subway shooter, and it's just all like unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> it's not helping my case here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Up. <laughs> um, oh, so here's a Vice article. Um, Vice News. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Um, the NYC shooting sub- suspect was a self-declared prophet of doom on YouTube. Um, okay. Okay. Well. Of course, the guy who's the prophet of doom was interviewed by the FBI. Yeah. I think that counts as my source. Yeah. I think that. I think that. Counts. <laughs> he um, called himself the prophet of doom. Hold. Oh, you pull up that article. I'm going to continue to look for the FBI thing here because I really just want to like. Jesus Christ. What is the side of YouTube? My algorithm is ruined. 
Are you right. able to find him? Yeah, I mean, I don't think his channel's up anymore. Oh, yeah, I doubt it. Go look, look, see if you can find the Vice article, though. I already X'd out of it. Yeah, no, that YouTube channel's good toast. Yeah. That nah, YouTube I... channel's gone, my friend. Only in New York, baby. Only in New York. The prophet of doom. Look at that. Only in New York. (laughs) Brooklyn. All right. Daily Mail. I really don't want to quote the Daily Mail, though. Yeah. Give me. Come on. Give me not the Daily Mail. The prime suspect in the shooting that hurt dozens was a prolific YouTuber who posted hundreds of rants. On subjects such as violence, race, 9-11, and women. That's what my fucking shit's going to read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Frank James, 62, posted angsty straight-to-camera uh, diatribes under multiple YouTube channels, including Prophet of Truth 88, which in which he sometimes referred to himself prophet as of the truth? prophet of doom, prophet of truth. That's awesome. That's even better. The yeah. prophet, because uh, like no one, like it's kind of implied that prophets are telling the truth. Yeah. So to name it prophet of truth <laughs> is mad funny. <laughs> he glorified violence and criticized black culture. Rambled about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Held forth on Russia's. Invasion of Ukraine and declare that global warming means the world population has to be reduced. Oh, so he was an eco-fascist. Yeah. All right. So failed Thanos here was interviewed <laughs> by the FBI. Here's Newsweek. I have a news news I, reputable by liberals source. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here you go, libs. Frank James, the man named a suspect in Tuesday morning subway shooting in Brooklyn was previously on the FBI watch list before being cleared in 2019, a federal law enforcement source told Newsweek in an earlier report. During, I'm, I'm shocked they're not running with this angle everywhere in the media. Like, arrest everyone on the watch list. Like, how, yeah. how is it troubling? I guess they don't want to show how incompetent the FBI is. Yeah. Um, during rush hour on Tuesday, a masked gunman set off two smoke bombs. By the way, if you're listening, you guys are all incompetent jackasses. During rush hour on Tuesday, a masked gunman set off two smoke bombs on a northbound subway train full of commuters as the train was pulling into the 36th Street station in Sunset Park. Uh, somehow the only station where the cameras were functioning. It doesn't say that other news we card for. It's not what it said. <laughs> the gunman opened fire shortly after. NYPD said that seven men and three women were shot and the 13 others sustained injuries in the panic that followed. Frank R. James was named person in for interest, but New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced Wednesday morning that James was now a suspect. Da 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 da. 62, he was entered into the FBI's guardian led system in New Mexico, but was cleared after multiple interviews in 2019. So they interviewed him a couple times. Multiple times. That is interesting, though. Yeah. Because, like, let's, let's say the FBI isn't doing. Trying to get people to do mass shootings. Yeah. Let's, for a minute, let's mm. not be conspiracy theorists and let's, you know, even though multiple FBI agents have been arrested by local police running away from the scene of mass shootings, <laughs> yeah, and even pictures. though that they've interviewed uh, yeah. probably 80% of the people that go out and do mass shootings mm. months prior to it happening or two years in this case, yeah. let's suspend all of that for a minute. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And let's let's really try to take it at face value. They interview this guy, who's already the prophet of truth and doom. Yeah. And then he's like, the FBI's on my ass. I finally convinced them I'm good and cleared. Now it's time for me to make my move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's almost like that over-policing leads people in like you know what i'm saying like yeah. you basically just legitimized the prophet of doom you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah, the fbi's on my ass yeah get this done you know what I'm asap saying? or something like that you know like <laughs> no but that has to like like i feel like that kind of even lights a fire under art asses sometimes like this is important like if mm-hmm. you know like anyone gives a shit but, yeah, to release more episodes. Yeah, which we are going to do. Yes. But also, Vladimir Putin's paying to renovate the new studio. Yeah, so we got to <laughs> we gotta wait on that. Yeah, guys. so it, it, it's going to be under construction for like a month. We'll prop, Do you think we could do some remote ones? Yeah. All right. We'll, yeah. So we'll, have some, we'll, like, we'll definitely not just leave you guys episode list for two months. But uh, we're the like lot of episode promise is not going to be fulfilled until the new studio is up and running yeah um, yeah it's been it's been pretty hectic as far as life goes recently once but. again i really just want to thank the russian government for, <laughs> for supporting the podcast <laughs> once again, i really just <laughs> thanks vladdy <laughs> my boy vlad tv shout out to you yeah, shout out uh, vlad, vlad tons of vagina Tons um, of a gym. <laughs> Drowning. Drowning. Um, we... So... Since this guy is black... <laughs> yes. A lot of journalists of the right-wing persuasion are running with the fact that he was a black identity extremist. Yeah. Um, however, it does not sound like that from what I'm reading. Uh, but... Yeah, the Brooklyn shooter suspect has a long history this of is black Fang, identity. Yeah, uh, black identity extremism, uh, like lots of mass shooters, but many leftists simultaneously argue that this ideology doesn't exist, and I've FBI never heard anyone argue should that. ignore. Never. <laughs> Who, who's are? Yeah, no, yeah, black extremism doesn't exist. Yeah, who's argued that? Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> and if it does exist, police are powerless to stop it. Yeah, they're. they're Police powerless. have never stopped black extremism. Yeah. They're powerless to yeah. it. <laughs> Holy shit. Firebomb a whole neighborhood. Imagine <laughs> imagine living in a world where where No, hold on. Imagine living in a world where yeah. black extremism is a kind of Voldemort that no one will speak about and pretends yeah. isn't real yeah. and is powerful enough to dominate the police. Yeah. I'd be I'd also be making up lies about black extremism like Lee Feng. Yeah. What a scary world that must be yeah. what a scary, what a scary, holy fucking shit yeah. i mean how fucking detached from reality can you be yeah. oh my god <laughs> what an insane what an insane tweet and he has yeah. a check mark yeah literal that's check what's mark, insane yeah. is twitter will moderate the like literally anyone who's even suggested mm. that ukrainians might not be a hundred percent telling the truth yeah. Has been banished to the fucking other dimension on Twitter. Yeah. But Lee Fang's allowed to be here and just like throw shit at the wall and sees what sticks. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, he was a BLM supporter. Let's see if that one works. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah get the fuck out of here. Oh, horrific. Um, let's talk about the incompetency of the NYPD. 
Oh, that was a big hit. My co-host here is about to be silent for 15 minutes. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, so, this guy, oh, here, let's shout out Zach. Zach is the guy who caught the shooter. And here's, oh, yeah. let's hear shout from Zach. Zach. I'm going to play the Zach video. Hi, how are you? What is your name? I'm good. My name is Zach. I was uh, working inside that store and I was doing security cameras inside. And I see that guy, he walking from the screen. I see him from the cameras. So I thought, oh, shit, this guy. Let me call the police. And I call him and we catch him. Zach, you are a hero. Thank you so much. No problem. We thank you. The people are safe always. Because... That guy's a hero. Shout out yeah. to him. Um, give him the ten billion dollars has been a common sentiment, yeah. and I agree. Yeah, give, yeah. For real. you've earned it. You did their job for the year. Yeah. Like that was because really, and this is the big myth: the NYPD are under siege and they have so much on their plates. They they harass homeless people. Yeah. The last time anything happened in New York was 9/11. The last yeah. time they 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 fucking harass homeless people. Oh, and the shoot the narrative about the shootings and the violence on the rise in New York City. It's literally the cops. It, and and we're going to get into how bullshit that is at the end of the episode once you go through more details with the subway thing, mm. but there's a great thread from this guy Alec who we like on Twitter and he went through basically how the New York Times is covering this and how Eric Adams is talking about this, the fascist new mayor, cop mayor of New York, uh, for those who don't know. Mm. And he kind of went over the debunking some of the myths and, and narratives that they're putting out. Mm. And so we'll go through some of that later. Um, but yeah, fucking... Oh, here's a story from this morning. So just just to, for what the NYPD's up to. This is from Christopher Shea. And he says, on the A train... And five police just arrested a person sleeping on the bench. One cop banged on the pole next to him to wake him up. Cops demanded that he move. He was now just sitting there doing nothing. Still, they demanded he scoot over. Why? No idea. It made no sense. This is before the shooter's caught, by the way. Yeah. So, fucking five cops are just, like, uh, fucking with an asleep dude. <laughs> yeah, like, he's while, just trying to rest. While him. this guy, Zach, yeah. is out again, <laughs> like, doing their job. Yeah. <laughs> They're out har- harassing homeless people. For real. So and that's the thing. It should be, uh, like, a nice guy like Zach who's saying things at the end of the video, like, I just want to make sure all the people safe. That, he's not going to go be a cop. Yeah. It's assholes who want to bully a dude to sleep. Like, that's yeah. that, you know? They have no interest in actually being a hero or putting their fucking lives in danger. Yeah. Um, and this is... <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> this is really, truly nuts. Cops <laughs> have a strategic response group. It's one of the many bloated post-9-11 huge budget departments. And they're in charge of counter-terror. Um... And where were they this morning? <laughs> they were at Thompson Square Park enforcing a homeless encampment sweep. Once again, just fucking with homeless people. Yeah. And then, this is what's crazy. The shooter was eventually spotted one block from top. So the counter-terror unit is harassing motherfuckers in tents. And the shooter's fucking getting a, a Arnold Palmer at a bodega a block away. That's what oh the fuck. Oh my god! Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, 
And it's not like it was regular cops harassing the homeless down the block. It was the fucking rapid... Wait, hold on. Let me read the... No. The Strategic Response Group, which is in charge of counter-terror. Wow. (laughs) But I I just want to thank them for their service in protecting us from the terror of the homeless. Yeah. Um, You guys rock. Let's see. Oh, and then here's a video of them uh, five days ago arresting a lady selling fruit in a subway station. Yes, yes um, so So one. great. That's good. I'm glad no one can jump a turnstile or sell fruit, but c- people can plant bombs and shoot people. That's that's chill. Yeah. Um, also, in that video, they were kind of being a little bit racist where she, where she was like, or the cop was like, you don't speak English? I know you speak English. Quit acting like you don't speak English. And oh like She speaks God. like a little bit of English because, you know, she's Hispanic or Latin American. And, you know, she's like, I only speak a little bit. These people and are then, just and then bullies, like, man. Yeah, and they're literally, like, bullying this woman to get off a subway station, trying to get her information. And, you know, it's weird. Oh, and here's Very what cops weirdo. were doing this morning. But yeah. They used this as an opportunity at 8.55 a.m., this was reported, to check everyone's bags at the 14th Street Union Square West Entrance Station. So, the, instead of looking for the shooter... They then used it as an excuse to rifle through everybody's shit to try wow. to, I guess, arrest someone for something. As always, find a little cokey, cocaina now that they can't arrest people for weed. Yeah. Um, so that's insane. And then, oh, this is insane. Eric Adams apparently recently flooded the subway with like 4,000 extra cops or some shit yeah. to, to crack down on violent crime. And uh, all, that it ca- all that happened was 350 fare evasion arrests. And 17,000 summons for misdemeanor crimes. And then, obviously, the mass shooting and the bombing <laughs> plan, yeah. which which was the cops did nothing to prevent. Yeah. Once again, a dude named Zach caught the shooter. <laughs> Once again. It's like, I just feel like I need to keep reiterating that. Yeah. Ten, what is it, $10 billion, It's a $10 billion budget. Yeah. And a guy named Z- just Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Zach found him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Insane. Oh, and you were right earlier. It was the cop surveillance cameras that malfunctioned. Yeah. So what the fuck? What the fuck are they doing with the money? You can't get the fucking cameras to work. Yeah. Also, I will say the thing I opened the episode with ten thousand cameras, and those were the only three non-operational. Mm. I totally think it's within reason that the cops lied, and many of the other cameras are not operational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, so, it was only this three. Yeah, right? like, so, let's take that one with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably in the hundreds. Here's a weird detail on top of the FBI interviewing the guy prior to this happening and him leaving the credit card and the keys to the van and a gun and... All the fucking and him evading for the what all the weird details. Here's an mm. additional one. Um, this is from the New York. I, 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 it's just a screenshot, but oh no, it actually says New York Times. Yeah, so this is uh, it's above a photo taken by the photographer, the photographer Andrew Hinderaker, um, and it's saying a, a panic arose among riders and they began running for the exit. Mister Hinderaker said. He heard someone calling for a doctor and followed that person to the front of the train. And one of the cards towards the front, he saw three people who were injured and being attended to by bystanders. By bystanders, A uniform officer approached, said his radio was not working, and told the passengers they should call 911. And then left. Interesting. Yeah. 
weird detail. At the very minimum, just one of those things where the cops aren't doing their fucking jobs. Or at the very maximum, sus. Yeah. As you would say. Yeah. As the kids say nowadays. Sussy baka. Um, <laughs> oh, man. God damn, yeah. dude. It's like, like, what do you like say about it? Like, you know, it's like that's what you need to hear. You know? Like with everything, we live in the cave from the Plato analogy. We're not there. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. We're, it's always getting filtered through a million things. But I'm looking at the shadows on the wall here, and the story's not making sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not like it. Just something's not at. Something smells fishy. Yeah. And um, Eric Adams being a former cop and the mayor of New York, and him and the media have truly just been in lockstep on this campaign to promote the idea that the police have been defunded. That the police are under attack, violence is on the rise because of the left. Mm-hmm. If you don't come into the arms of the fascist right, which includes Eric Adams, who I know is a Democrat, but mark my words, he represents liberal fascism. Yeah, and New York is is going to be the place that is fascist first, and so it would be no surprise to me if this was an Operation Gladio style op- kind of. Uh, undertaking to contribute to the narrative that completely backfired when this dude found the guy on his cameras at this bodega yeah and then they actually had to do something like i like i and and i don't even like i don't want to go as far as to say that that's the theory i believe i just think it needs to be entertained and I only have a really cursory understanding of Operation Gladio. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I don't. So in Italy, I believe during the years of lead, which is when like the communists and the and the and the fascists were fighting, the CIA obviously chose, chose the side of the uh, the communists or no <laughs> the fascists. I was gonna say what the Nazis. <laughs> Um, and we're operating against the communists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and using many, many resources, mainly the mafia, to do so. Yeah. And there were things where, like, mafiosos would get paid to just do, like, a mass shooting and, like, destabilize a region. And then, you know, people would then run into the fascist right and, you know, kind of yeah. reject all these left, the rising things. Or blame it on, oh, all these, these, these like, because it, it would almost seem to you as a normal person, this rise in violence is associated with the rise in these communist ideals I'm seeing. Mm. And if you're a person in New York, you saw BLM and you saw these communist ideas and you see a place that is more leftist than most places in the country. You have a lot of leftists there, even though it's a very fascist and corporate place. Mm. Um, and I think that, that that's created a huge kind of culture struggle there where people on both sides of the extreme are really feeling it. Um and and I, it's I don't think it's beyond belief that many of the spike in crime things are being organized by the cops. Yeah. Um. I don't think it's beyond belief that this in particular, um, was something that was at the very least maybe allowed to happen. And coverage to happen. Like, I don't know. It's hard to say. I can't make out any of that. But I just... 
let's talk about how the media is covering it because that's really what's driving my skepticism. Um, yeah, it's all it's they've entirely just been pushing the narrative that we need more police and that we are now, like you said, not stable. There's violence happening here in New York, you're you know, and you're unsafe, and then you know, pushing. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call it sensationalism. It is. Though. I mean, it is. You know, but like very much they are trying to get more it contributes to the narrative of oh we are defunded we need more yeah look at what happened and look at our response you know we weren't prepared for this because uh, a b and c you know more money would fix this i guess you know and look at what they are actually doing yeah they're it's an all-out war on the poor yeah no they're they're criminalizing homelessness and being out on the street and it's really a war on humanity so that new york is a sanitized playground for the rich Mm -hmm. and so it's not beyond belief to me that these powerful interests are like let's scare people into giving us more resources to cleanse this city of sin and yeah. these, they're not jobs that really believe, like, believe in that mission, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and there are non-nut jobs, normal people, fucking family members of mine I don't speak to anymore that are New Yorkers that walk around talking like that. Yeah. And, and really believe that, and, and you know. Yeah. And, and they got lucky in many, many ways, and so now they look down on the whole world and think that they deserve to fucking be, you know, thrown in a mass grave practically. They yeah. wouldn't say as much, but that's the end goal of all these things these people push for. Mm. And... And and so much of the rhetoric in New York around homelessness and the police is like punisher shit. Like someone needs to cleanse this city of the rot. Yeah. It's like it's like it's weird. It's so yeah. fast. It's like you really don't see it anywhere else in the country in that way. Yeah. And I think and we've talked about it so many times in this pod. It's a common thread of mine that like New York is fascist. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I completely mispredicted Eric Adams becoming mayor. We mm. did an episode where I was like, Andrew Yang looks like he might win it, which is dangerous. Mm. And we actually played an Eric Adams video and laughed. And, yeah, no, we laughed. And we were yeah, like, no yeah. way this motherfucker ever wins. Yeah. He's a nut, fascist nut job. Yeah. And then he did. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which you really, and as it came closer, I think it, you saw, oh. This makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he's a he's black and a cop, so liberals eat that. That's like yeah. perfect. Oh, that'll solve everything. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and uh, and fucking and he plays into the right wing rhetoric that I think a lot of people in New York want to feel like aesthetically and culturally liberal, right? Mm-hmm. But economically, and like, yeah, you want that money so you can yeah. afford, you can afford that nice little high rise apartment there. Yeah, with or more, not even apartment, bro. If you want to live in just not a shoebox, yeah, you need to exactly. be making. You're yeah. earning hard. You're grinding <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. And these bums on the street, you know, like, and and you want to feel like I can be a liberal and support killing the bums on the street yeah. and eric adams was the perfect like way to thread that needle it was like yeah. here's a guy i'm not racist he's black yeah he just happens to be a cop that wants to murder every poor person yeah. it's all good yeah, <laughs> but he's black yeah. i voted for him. yeah you know <laughs> and so it he's really <laughs> and uh, he could be president one day so mark my words on that like now oh, like God yeah damn. 
Yeah, which you know, I don't doubt that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because like he he would be perfect. Yeah, for shit, I know? really think like tough on crime. I, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. the rising star of the Democratic Party. I can't see anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like very much on the right, but you know, yeah, like um, on the yeah. right in the right places. Yeah, all the places where the rich get to wage war on the poor. Yeah, and then he's left in all the other places. Like, you know, he'll like. Go to a Knicks game and say support trans rights, you know, like yeah. or like whatever you need to. Also, transgression, no pun intended, but we need to talk about trans issues on this, like big yeah. time. We don't really ever address that on this podcast, mm-hmm. and we should because it actually is something that I like do feel strongly about. Yeah. And also, we have an insane guy who DMs us mm-hmm. nonstop about like a crazy right winger. Who DMs us like, this is what you you people are. Like, he thinks, I guess, we're, like, pro-trans right people. Which is, we never have really talked about it. So, which, that's what made me realize we never talked about it. Because I'm like, what? Why does he feel like the need to send this shit to me? And I'm like, oh, shit, we probably, we haven't talked about it. We probably should, though. Especially because there's literally going to be, like, a genocide of trans people. If a lot of people in this country get their way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Including this guy who DMs us nonstop. Mm -hmm. But there's all these, like, propagandist accounts that are, like, just show, like, teachers who dress weird. And are, like... Look at who's teaching your kids to be queer. Like, it's like, it's like, and he'll just forward yeah. me this shit and be like, this is what you and your friends are supporting, and one day you're going to get a wake up call. And it's like, bro, what does that mean? Like, yeah, what are you talking what are you, about? Like, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, like, go, fucking um, go to bed. I blocked him yeah. just because, like, I don't know. It kind of got scary when it was shit like that. Like, yeah. you're all going to pay. Like, I, like, listen, man. Whatever you're associating me with, like, I feel like you're lumping me in with this thing you're getting angry about all day. Yeah. And I, like, find someone new. I'm not, like, yeah. you know, like, I'm not. Um, yeah. But that's for me to be like, we, we have to talk about that. So I don't want to say, oh, Eric Adams will say that like it's a bad thing. Yeah. But also, I'm sure the cops that he enables and funds aren't exactly the most trans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, exactly, you know, yeah. it's hypocritical. Um, and I'm sure when push came to shove, he wouldn't stake his political career to actually defend trans kids. So, you know, like most Democrats. And that's what's so annoying, just to say a little thing on it, is Joe Biden and everyone aesthetically supporting trans people, mm. but doing nothing to stop the onslaught of just insane bills being passed by nutjob Republicans to just ruin trans people's lives. Yeah. Fuck all that. Um, but like yeah, we're Ohio I, literally I, drafting that one bill to what? To. To make or basically bully that one trans woman uh-huh. that swims, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that and that's like, been a whole shit, yeah. like, and oh, it's always with the sports. But yeah, I I have a friend. She transitioned a couple years ago, um, and she's a huge hip hop head. That's why we were friends. Um, and so she would be a good guest in the pod. So I'm gonna see if she'll come on. Yeah. I haven't asked yet, but I'm sure she will. So, um, and we should actually like do a full app on that mm. um, at some point. But. Here's why I feel like this is some Operation Gladio shit. To fully thread the needle here, I just the way the media is covering it is so concerning to me. And whether you agree with me that it smells fishy or not, this is an important thing to pay attention to, the way that the media is covering this event. Real, faked, uh, you know, obscured, whatever it is, how, whatever the truth is and how close the real narrative is to it, 
how that narrative is being spun in the media and the conclusions they're making people come to mm. are horrifying. Yeah. And that's just so. Here's from a- Alec, and I'm going to butcher this Alec Caracatansis, who is at Equality Alec on Twitter. Thread. Today, the New York Times responded to a mass subway shooting with a relentless string of copaganda. Let's look closely at how the New York Times used a crisis to boost police talking points and lies in some creative ways. First, the New York Times used the mass shooting to direct readers to the unrelated articles awash in police talking points. I've separately addressed the reporting that New York Times tried to use the mass shooting to get more attention for here. So, um... They link to other articles that were in New York Times propaganda. We can maybe scroll back and get into these later, but I'd like to talk about the subway thing. First thing um, is at the top of the story that New York Times first reported on it, they have a thing. Here's what you need to know with three bullet points. Shooting Here are the three bullet points. One, shooting in subway comes amid rise in gun violence across the city. As if it's at all so like making a weird association without directly making that association. Like they're not really saying anything. It does come amid that crisis. Mm. But that's the first thing in the article at the top. Here's what you need to know. First bullet point. So interesting uh, editorial choice there. Yeah. Tuesday's shooting reminiscent of a string of other incidents in recent years. A rise in shootings has rattled the city and colored perceptions of public safety. They wanted to color perceptions of public safety. But, yeah. but, but, but we'll see if they have well they're able to pull that off. Yeah. So anyway, Alex says this is subtle, but New York Times is uh, making a political move here. It is linking a unique mass shooting event by a lone gunman to the kinds of daily crime stories it has been writing, suggesting, contrary to the evidence, by the way, that neighborhood crime is out of control. Um, and there is so much evidence that this is a false narrative. We can mm. get into that separately. Um, second. Did you notice how New York Times markets these copaganda articles is what you need to know? Very bizarre. Um, A pernicious aspect of New York Times is its decades-long effort to not just shape people's views of the world, example, more cops is good, but to tell them that it is all the news that's fit to print. New York Times narrowly curtails our worldview and then convinces us this is all we need to know. Third, let me note a few of the many bad things with these pieces. The lead article on the shooting today did not mention that U.S. is an outlier in the availability of guns or poverty or inequality or lack of mental health care or that New York just added more cops to subways. Mentions none of those things. Yeah. Which seem important. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Seem right? Especially the mental health part. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're a supposedly liberal newspaper. Mm-hmm. Are, don't we supposedly care so much about mental health? Or is that just something we say to sell fucking telehealth sessions to fucking companies? Yeah. Like what? What? Like what? Let's and and gives life coaches a career. Yeah. Like like what? Like let's be real. Or is it just something we say we believe in so you could justify your self care in life, whatever the fuck that means? Yeah. And whoever that hurts, like that. That's what fucking mental health means to the bourgeois. It's not actually a serious commitment to changing the lack of mental health care that people like this need and guess what it, like that's what's so scary about this there is no interest in looking at this and going how do we help this person how do we save someone from getting here how do we build a society where someone doesn't want to go do this yeah. that's not the conversation it's how do we make the world crueler how do, and really, it's just going to cause to have the opposite effect that these people want. 
Yeah. It's going to create more, add more to this cycle of violence and repression. Mm-hmm. It really will. He goes on to say, Alec, nowhere in articles about the shooting is the possibility raised that all of the investments in new cops didn't and can't stop events like this. Nowhere is the scientific consensus mentioned that violence is mostly not a function of police at all. Why is this missing? Who benefits? What does New York Times do instead? It points readers to a fabrication by the New York PD that a recent decline of nine homicides in an arbitrarily selected three-month period was due to a surge of arrests. Let me be clear. The timing of this doesn't add up, and not a shred of evidence supports it. Um, And here's the clip from the article he's talking about. Um, It says, The New York police will use every resource and opportunity to secure this city, says Commissioner Sewell, but reversing years will not take weeks. She credited the decrease in homicide rates to a surge of arrests. In March alone, she said, officers made more than 4,000 felony arrests, more than double the number of those made in the same time last year. Um, that's great when Rikers Island has 30 people to a fucking cell. Yeah, um, yeah it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Overcrowded. Um, and, yeah. and, 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 and I, I mean, yeah, so it's a fabrication, and apparently the evidence doesn't line up to support it. Because, yeah, you just look at a decline in nine homicides... And then you arrest pe- like do hella yeah. arrests in that three month radius. That yeah. doesn't really like that's not a good stat. There's not a firm stat, you know. Yeah. The stakes are enormous. New York Times lets police make stuff up, suggesting a link between four thousand arrests in March to shooting declines in January and February. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy that that's how the timeline works. That's so fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be laughable if it weren't leading millions of people to think that there is some connection between mass arrests and murder prevention. Fourth. The New York Times editors went in and altered the initial factual headline to create narrative. This was a choice. Why? Who benefits from creating this constant fear? Um, and here's the edit. Originally it said, several people shot in Brooklyn subway station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that good headline. Yeah. Change in headline. Shooting in subway station heightens simmering fears about public safety. Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah, like it's been an underlying thing that we've all just been... Yeah, this know. was bound to happen. Yeah. Because we, we were listening to those crazy defund the police leftists. Yeah, we were all expecting this black man to come yeah. in. This black extremist, the prophet of doom to come in here. And, and the this. fact that it's changed after the fact shows someone's like, nah, here's how we're running it. Like, yeah. oh, it's brutal, man. Mm. And and this is where I start making connections to Gladio. Because this was the operation undertaken in Italy was to create this heightened sense of violence and panic and fear and lack of safety mm. and then point fingers at the left. Yeah. When really it was a right-wing imperialist government supporting the fascist government in the area to to, to stop communism and stop mm-hmm. leftist thought. Um, scary shit. Really scary yeah. shit. Because as long as this $10 billion police apparatus is upheld, they'll be able to crush any attempt at the people to change their circumstances in any way. Yeah. And that's what the ruling class of that city needs to keep what is a disgusting city built on the corpses of suffering individuals Mm. running. And, you know, it's it's terrifying stuff. I really, um... That's so scary. That change in headline is... Whew! That's a doozy. But that is the narrative we've been talking about basically since 2020. This is what the media's been running with. And it's almost been going on so long... 
I've almost kind of accepted it as reality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I obviously know it's it's untrue. Yeah. But it's become reality. Like, right? That's the political reality right now. People feel like violence is on the rise. Yeah, because these, you know, events keep happening or, you know, people sensationalize, you know, what happens in, like, drill culture and everything like that to, to, to heighten, I guess, the fears of it. You know, when that shit really doesn't happen near them. So, but. Yeah. Or, or either way. And that's it's the thing. Like, it's like yeah. most of the shit people are scared of isn't even like shit in their immediate material lives. It's yeah. shit they saw through their like nightmare fucking phone. Through Trapalore Ross and fucking YouTube and yeah. these other dudes who be fucking talking about crime and shit. But, you know. Um, yeah, it's just that. Because we know they're going to get it. I think that's what kind of makes it somewhat seem like a reality is like oh we see like the bullshit but we know that like they're probably gonna get like extra money you know because of what eric adams is doing and like all the narratives that are being put and honestly what everyone believes like is reality to an extent yeah like that is the political reality we're fighting against and dealing with every day Mm -hmm. is a world where people believe that to be the truth you know yeah and so you're just like kind of innately aware of that um You got anything to add, or you want me to keep going? Uh, nah, I ain't got anything to add on that. So, here's the fifth point that Alec makes. New York Times uses the opportunity to link to Eric Adams defending the return of brutal, illegal, and ineffective broken windows policing. We should probably do an episode just on broken windows policing, but it's basically the theory that if you crack down on low-level crime, you prevent the low-level people from becoming big criminals, and you snip crime in the bud. So, it's just like a way to justify... In uh, an absolute war of attrition yeah. on poor people that's, in New York City. That's so fucking wild. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like some time traveler butterfly yeah. effect type shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm you saying? No, it's, like, it's, it's insane. Like, and, and, and New Yorkers that own a home, property owning New Yorkers, mainly white people, really love that talking point. Because when it's been done in the past in New York, it cleaned up the elements that they didn't like. The people who were partying. The punks that had a, a great music scene in New York City, gone. All the f- mm-hmm. things that made New York great, gone. Because mm-hmm. it made these people feel uncool and unsafe or whatever the fuck. And they have just ran lovingly into the arms of these fascist pricks who mm-hmm. have cleansed the city of any character or any real human beings so that a bunch of office drones can buy $17 fucking cocktails and plastic igloos on a, next to a pile of fucking trash. Yeah. Disgusting place. Should be burned to the fucking ground. You know what? I'm... The... <laughs> yeah, bleep that. <laughs> oh, bleep that. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, there's two. <laughs> there's two. We can go ahead and write down two times. But... So anyway, they they defend the return of brutal, illegal, and ineffective broken windows policing. Incredibly, the New York Times asserts as, as a fact that the goal of such policing was to prevent more serious crime. Which, by the way, the goal is not to prevent more serious crime. It is to, once again, cleanse the city and rid it of... The poor. <laughs> that is that is the goal. Yeah. Um, but anyway, here's the clip from New York Times. Mr. Adams, a former police officer, has sought to reassure residents and has made tackling gun crime a central focus of his administration. He recently deployed seven new anti-gun police units. And last month, the police department began to enforce so-called quality of life matters, 
recalling the city's embrace of broken windows policing. The stricter enforcement of low-level offenses is an effort to prevent more serious crimes. Wow, quality of life matters. That must apply to a lot of shit. And I love how they try to link that to gun violence. Mm. So, so carefully and manipulatively worded. Yeah. The people who get paid six figures to do this, mm. they they honestly deserve the money. It's a talent. It really, mm, yeah. I, it really is so brilliant to be, like, very few people could do this and yeah. lie in such an impressive manner. Yeah. It really is. It, re- it really is impressive to an extent. Yeah. To 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 like I couldn't pull that off. I I I could not pull off writing a paragraph linking something unrelated to gun violence to gun violence in such a like way where you don't even notice it. Yeah. It just flows mm. like oh it's it's fucking. I mean it really is it's devil tongue shit. Yeah. It, these <laughs> lizard people. Yeah. This New York Times fact would come as a surprise to the generation of scholars who have demonstrated that such policing was about controlling certain populations, i.e. black people, serving interests of developers. Bing, 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 bing. Get the poors out of here. I'm trying to raise the rent. Yeah. (laughs) Part of an explicit gentrification strategy, boosting overtime pay, ding, 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 and racial control. Okay, they did go in the race thing. Mm. Um, This is – I was like, how are you going to say certain populations and not – like the history of New York is like, let's fuck with minorities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, this is just pure political propaganda to couch the very specific goals of elite capitalists and police union enforcers as ostensibly about preventing crime. It was never about that, and New York Times doesn't even suggest anyone thinks otherwise. Unreal. So with all the extra clicks that New York Times gets from a breaking shooting, it used the opportunity to stoke fear, steer readers to police lies, highly dubious assertions portrayed as fact, and science-denying suggestions that more cops and not less inequality is the answer to violence. I feel like a broken record. Yeah. That's what he said, and I agree. I feel like a... Like... How many times are we going to do this and have this the, basically the same conversation? Yeah. Which is, inequality is causing this. Maybe the FBI did it, though. Shit's fucked. Like... <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah, like, perfect conclusion. <laughs> Honestly, the... the <laughs> Most concise, no, no fat on that at all. Yeah, just straight to the point. What? That's. I think we should just release a thirty-second episode every week. Yeah. That's just that. That's just that. It's a theme song and yeah. six words. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fuck, dude. God damn. Oh. fucking nuts you want to leave it there because it's probably that's probably where while we're fed hating one last thing okay did you see the david hogg tweets i did not i did not get a chance to see the david hogg tweet so i saw you i saw in the the show topics you just said just david hogg and that was (laughs) (laughs) you look like nothing else our show (laughs) topics like it, it if if the FBI wanted to frame me for a heinous act of violence, uh. they could just look, show my message, like show topics. Yeah. It's literally just me writing what I want to talk about, yeah. and it looks like a schizophrenic's rambling. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> Eric Adams, fascist, more crime, fucking like it's like it, it, it's really bad. It looks David crazy. Hogg. Yeah. <laughs> it just says at twelve oh two a.m. David Hogg. <laughs> No other context. <laughs> Just David Hogg. 
<laughs> that did. I did get a laugh out of that when I saw that. Was, Do you know who he is? No, I haven't. No okay, so David Hogg is one of the survivors of the Parkland shooting. Okay. Um. Now I'm not going full Alex Jones here, just to preface this. I'm not one of those people who believes that there are crisis actors. I don't think mass shootings are fake. I think they're really happening, and there's real reasons they're happening. One of them sometimes may be federal intervention for political ends, mm. which is terrifying. But there's many other reasons that create the fertile ground that allow the feds to kind of tap someone into action. Yeah. And they wouldn't be able to do it without all those many factors, like inequality, right? Um, so I'm not one of those people. David Hogg is one of many kids who survived the Parkland shooting that went on to become somewhat of a high-profile political activist. Many of the kids after the Parkland shooting organized um, and were got very involved in political activism surrounding gun control. And I would say some of them, and I really, a lot of them, it clearly is coming from a good place and a more genuine place than most people involved in politics, mm. which it naturally would if you watched your friends die. It's coming yeah, from a genuine you, spark. If you lived action. through a mass shooting. Yes. yes. But there are plenty of people in politics who went through real trauma and represent real traumatized communities that can think they're representing those principles while not. Um, and, and there are many members of the, I think the Parkland Five, they call it. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm making that up. But there's like a group of the, the, the kids who have gone into high-profile political activism. And I'd say most of them have really steered towards, I can make a career out of this. Here's mm. what I'm doing as a career. And then their whole brand is kind of, how am I going to fit into the existing political structure, not necessarily challenge it, right? Yeah. So they just become DC worm brain lanyards like everybody else. There is one of them, Cameron Caskey, who I would love to have on the podcast one day. I should actually DM him. He has tanked his chances at a political career for doing things like supporting Bernie and tweeting openly about his suspicions about certain things with gun control. So he's a very leftist member of the Parkland Five mm-hmm. who's spoken out against Biden. And it was actually funny. He was one of the few people to be invited on MSNBC to give a young person's perspective as to why Biden sucks. And the interview was incredibly unfair, and they were really shitty to him, uh, which is funny because they are always very nice to the other survivors of the Parkland shooting because yeah. they're survivors of the Parkland shooting. Um, and they really just railed this kid on MSNBC. But he he's cool. But the rest of them are basically fucking sellouts. Um, one of the sellouts is David Hogg, who's kind okay. of... Uh, and, and listen, much of what he says, I agree with. It's all surface level, like, you know, baseline stuff to get retweets, agreeable shit. He's not necessarily a... Um, a bad guy. I don't like disagree with any of his politics. We are against gun control on this podcast, mainly for racial reasons, because it's just going to fucking end up hurting black people. Yeah. Um, but always, and, always hurts black people. Yeah. Always. Like yeah. we've said it before, but they're not arresting the Proud Boys with guns. Yeah. No. It's going to be some think SoundCloud rapper. Think about where those forty three hundred felonies. The majority of them. I actually thought about that whenever you said that. I, was I would like, love to see the stat. I'm yeah, sure. It's, yeah. I'm sure it's a hefty amount of gun charges that yeah. are handed down to people from like the Bronx. And, yeah. And you know, and the, the you know the yeah, five no, boroughs. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, I don't think that's unwoke to say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. <laughs> but. 
we're recording from a hood. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like, I think we can say that. Like, yeah, yeah. Have, right? I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, um, but, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, did, were you able to find the thread? Uh, no, where is it at? So there's a thread. It, it's probably, it's from yesterday. He's ba- He basically tweets out, has anyone else thought about all the weird stuff their federal agent dad has done? Yeah, I did see that. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And yeah. then you start connecting the dots, and even if well, I knew of his true. dad was a fat like that because yeah. Alex Jones has talked about that extensively, right? Really? Yeah. yeah, and because it's one of those things where it's like you know he's this kid's clearly like you know an agent and an asset. His grandparents and his father were all in in in, in intelligence and did fucked up shit, and then he just talks about it openly in a thread like. Has anyone ever thought about how weird it is that their parents have done such fucked up shit? Yeah, has anyone uh, had the experience of having a parent who did a lot of classified stuff, and while they can't tell you about it, you start uh, connecting the dots and realize that even if 10% right, (coughs) your parents did some insane stuff? Yeah, read read that thread, read that thread. Like, got awards that don't even say what they are for very clearly, like, redacted. Or literally get a reward and can't even take it home because it's that secret. Damn. I didn't realize how, like, not normal this was until I was older. And now I'm thinking about all the random things throughout my childhood. And though I don't know it was exactly he was doing, I'm like, and then the picture of Charlie from Always Sunny in front of the the board when he's talking yeah. about fucking what he's trying to be a bird lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um... But, so, but makes sense. He knows how to shoot guns, fly a plane, fly a helicopter, scuba dive, <laughs> skydive, and more. And both my grandpas did a lot of secret stuff, too, according to family lore. Some crazy stuff, so crazy I don't believe it. I forget there's just, like, James Bond-ass motherfuckers. Yeah. That'll likely end up killing me one day. Yeah. That are just, like, in the government. Like, I sometimes forget that we have goons like that, yeah. you know? Although they do seem to be dropping the ball a lot lately, you know. Yeah, they're not—they're not what they once were. Yeah, you know. I'd love to actually talk to one of these guys, like off the record, and just hear them bitch about how like the new guys aren't as badass as how they used. Like, dude, we used to fucking run cocaine and use it to give fucking weapons to people in Iran. (laughs) Look at these pussies now; they can't even fucking like you know. I'd love (laughs) some shit like (laughs) yeah. Just hear them. How funny is it that this guy's dad's a fed? Like, let's say face value, his dad's just a fed, and he happened to be in a mass shooting. And the FBI is somewhat responsible for like pushing kids towards it. How funny would it be if like you give your life to the American intelligence community, Mm. and then they almost get your son shot? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that would. Oh my god, that would get me tight. (laughs) Yeah, I would be. Yeah, it's, be fucking and you probably man. know that yeah. it's like semi on them, and they let this shit go on um, to get rid of the gun. Because that's the last thing, and this is such a right wing talking point. But once they get rid of the guns, it's pretty much over as it is. Yeah. But then it's real. Then they don't even have to try. It's oh, it's over, over. Yeah. There's nothing we can do. If we all figured it out. They don't even have to do the propaganda anymore. It's done. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So we can't. But anyway, is there anything funny? Like, I, I don't think there's anything that crazy in the thread. It's just so funny to so casually just... And it, and it shows in D.C. 
this is how you talk about this stuff. It's just normal. <laughs> Obviously not doing that now, and I did want to follow in their footsteps. I'd have to run, get elected, and work on the intel committee or something. It was the same path I wanted to go down prior to everything happening, following in their footsteps, learn a couple languages, computer science, international affairs, then drop off the face of the earth and go work for the State Department. Wow. With a smiley face. Yeah. No, not even a smile, a winky face. Oh, my God. An emoticon winky face. Not, a, not an emoji. Don't write State Department in an emoticon winky face. Come on. Crazy. Yo, all right. What? Here's So, a couple things. Mm-hmm. These are the type of kids that are ripe for, like, political being involved in politics. Like, they would have gone to the State Department, and now they think because they didn't, they're, like, heroes. Yeah. But yet they basically are working for the State But You know? Yeah. They're so primed to just work on behalf of this country, and they so believe in those things. Yeah, for free. Oh, it's so scary. <laughs> yeah. It's so, and this is someone who's, like, would be considered by Republicans a radical left. Like, David Hogg is a radical leftist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, this is what passes for a radical leftist in this country. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking insane. To talk about it so casually is nuts. But yeah. also, it is normal in this country. Mm-hmm. That is a, that's a job. That's like... Yeah, people do it. Can only do you imagine. think the FBI is responsible for shootings? I have no idea. I have not done enough research. Here's what's but really, like, really but crazy. Like, it's it, it's it's weird in some ways. This smells like, like I, I I read up about the thing where like the guy was caught running away from a mass shooting and then had taken pictures of like the scene thirty seconds before it happened and like. Apparently, this guy had a handler or whatever. Yeah, he was the dude's FBI, the shooter's FBI handler. Yeah. Was caught running away from the scene of the crime with pictures of it prior to the crime. Yeah. Weird. What do you make of that? Like, yeah, I don't know what to make of that. It's just like, what do I I think? I can't fucking. But I was always aware of FBI's doing the mass shootings thing, and I never liked it because I always thought, and this is a great point that Brennan O'Connor made on the episode we had on, where when you attribute too much to the government, it's not very Marxist or materialist because then you don't look at what are the other things causing this or at yeah. least creating the ripe soil for the feds to do this, let's say. Mm. And it's it, like it was like like uh, Alec mentioned, it's the inequality. It's these huge factors in our world and in this country specifically that create and beget this. And it's important for us to, to look at it and analyze it and challenge these things so that we can prevent these things from happening in the future. But in the same hand, I, I think it is worth looking at in what ways we may be being fucked with and what yeah. what things can be being under because it would be it would be just as crucial to understand those things and the ways in which we're being fucking lied to and, and manipulated, you know? Um yeah, I don't know that they are doing it. I do know that it, it is politically useful a lot of the time and mm. I do know that fear is politically useful. And I don't like how scared everyone is. Yeah. It scares me how scared everyone is. Mm-hmm. I'll say that much. Um, but who knows? A year from now, I might be... Very similar. <laughs> well, guys, we'll see you <laughs> next week. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This is another episode of Inside Agitator. 
I hope All you right. enjoyed. I hope you had a good night. Back on Ukraine next week. <laughs>